Welcome to It's Not Them, It's You, the show where we take ownership of our choices and where they have gotten us so far. I'm your host, Joy Dennis. Thanks for joining me. In this episode, I wanted to talk about what it looks like to show people that you like them. And I know that this seems really basic, but what I have found in my work with clients is that sometimes when we spend a lot of time with people, say our partners or our children or other family members, um, we can slip into this kind of autopilot where we interact with them, we troubleshoot with them, we you know, have meals together, we run errands together, but we're not, and we know we love them, right? Love is the basic there. But one of the things that we're not necessarily actively doing unless we set the intention is showing people that we like them. And when I think about that, uh, in my mind, I sort of am like, well, what is it that makes me feel like people like me? And one of the big things, or a couple of the big things are eye contact and smiling. And I know that these are just very basic level expressions, but it's amazing how they can get lost in the shuffle. How when someone walks into a room, especially if we're on our phone or our computer or we're reading or busy, we don't look up and smile at them. Or when our kids come home from school, we don't necessarily greet them with a smile and a hug and eye contact and even a, how was your day? They just can kind of come inside, you'd go about your business, they go about their business. And so as I was, I've been thinking about this a lot because when we are in relationships with people, um, we can lose a sense of connection with them if we don't feel this kind of affinity or friendship or like the people that we're hanging around with actually like us. Um, and so one of the things that I have worked on for myself over the years is instead of just being a very businessy kind of mom, um, because I can be very businessy, like, did you do your chores? Did you take care of your homework? You know, you left this laying around. Can you please take care of that to make sure that 75% of my communication with my kids is positive, um, encouraging, connecting, uh, things like that versus what's so easy is to have 75% of our communication be instructive. And there's nothing wrong with being instructive, but when it overtakes your communication, what happens is that there is a loss of connection. And for me, this was something I realized, especially, um, years ago when I was a homeschooling mom, that, almost all my communication with my kids was, you need to do this. You need to do that. You haven't done this yet. Go pick that up. It's time for this, et cetera, et cetera. Instead of touching down on emotional needs, how are you feeling? What's going on? Um, just engaging them in a way that's, that says even literally with my words, I really like you. I think you're a great person. Um, I love the way that you handled that situation. Your artwork is beautiful. All of these things that we can say that improve our communication with the people that we care about and our intimacy with them. You know, and with our partners, it goes the same. With kids, they're fun, they're cuddly, sometimes they're annoying, but 
you love them always, but it's important to really express that you like them. With our partners, the reason we got together with them in the first place is because there was a liking, a love, obviously, but an enjoyment of their company was is probably one of the main reasons that we choose partners. But that enjoyment of their company can get, also get lost in the shuffle of life, uh, work, child raising, your own inner busyness, th- thoughts you're thinking about yourself, and then also our own insecurities with ourselves and possibly with our partners can overwhelm this connection that we originally had. And a lot of couples can feel like there's just a staleness between them or that they're just cohabitating and taking care of business all the time. So they're almost more like workmates instead of friends or intimate partners. And friendship really is the true foundation of any partnership, especially a romantic partnership. I mean, with business partners, friendship also really benefits. But when we're thinking about our life partners that we choose, friendship has to be the most important thing. And so if you look at your partner and think, am I friends with this person? Then there may be something lacking in your relationship. Because fostering friendship really keeps us connected to the people that we care about, that we like, and that we love. And friendship looks like um, enjoyment, enjoyment of the companionship, interest in that person's hobbies, interest in that person's thoughts. And it can be really easy to feel slighted or to feel isolated within a relationship when we are always expecting the other person to reach out to us. And so again, touching on our theme, it's not them, it's you. When we have the expectation that someone else always initiate or someone else always reach out to us, then we end up feeling pretty isolated. Because one, we have to remember that people are not mind readers. No one knows that you're feeling lonely. No one knows that you're feeling isolated. Um, It's up to you to be vulnerable and to share that information with the people that you care about if you want them to try to connect with you. I'm not guaranteeing that when you express your needs to someone, they're going to say, oh, I'm sorry, let me try and connect with you more. But friendship and companionship is about vulnerability and openness. So if you're not willing to be vulnerable and you're not willing to be open, then chances are you're going to lose connection. So I know for me that it's really important for how I feel to feel like people are interested in what I have to say, what I am thinking about, and my partner does a great job of checking in with me. But I also am interested in him. I want to know, I mean, I probably want to know more than anybody else wants to know is like, what are you thinking about right now? You know, how was this for you? How was that for you? But he also is literally someone that I love being around. And so I smile at him a lot. I engage in lots of small talk and express a genuine interest for his life. And I appreciate when he does the same for me because it makes me feel like we are still friends. So we've been married for 21 years and he literally is 
the person that I would rather spend my time with over anyone else. So we have done a good job of maintaining our friendship, but that doesn't mean that it's always been easy. And there've been plenty of times where I'm annoyed or he's annoyed and there, and I can sense this distance between us. And then we have to get down to the nuts and bolts of what's the problem is in the relationship or what someone needs to say that isn't, but they aren't saying. And I think that that tends to be one of the biggest blocks that come in relationships is a feeling of being hurt, not being heard, not being seen and being underappreciated that we tend to keep to ourselves that then in turn creates a wall between us and the people that we care about. So I would challenge you, as I have also been challenged to do this, to actually um, speak about what's bothering you. (laughs) For some of us, it's really easy to talk about what's bothering us, but sometimes we don't actually label it correctly. So instead of saying something like, wow, you're being such a jerk right now, (laughs) which doesn't really help anyone, to come into the conversation and say, I'm feeling like you don't appreciate what I'm doing. And I don't know if it's because you don't see what I'm doing or if I'm just feeling extra sensitive right now. And to own the feeling that you're having, which is super important, but to just say, I'm feeling sensitive and I'm actually feeling kind of lonely and disconnected. How can we reconnect? Or maybe you're holding something against your partner, or maybe they're holding something against you because of an unintentional slight or just because each one of you has your own insecurities and you're not talking about them. So I know for me, when I'm feeling insecure about something, the best thing for me to do is bring it forward and say, I'm feeling really insecure about this. I don't know how you feel about this situation, but I'm feeling this and it makes me feel sad or upset or um, just uncomfortable. And I think that that's one of the big things is that we feel uncomfortable or we feel judged. And in order to move past those feelings, especially with our partners, we have to talk about them. And it puts us, it puts us in a very vulnerable position with our partners and the people that matter most to us. But the reward of that vulnerability is deeper connection. And I know probably all of you are very familiar with Brené Brown. And just for her, her take on vulnerability is that vulnerability is courage. And so I would really encourage you which means give you courage to be brave and to be courageous on your own behalf because your relationships with your children and your partners are the ones that really matter to you. And not only do we love those people, but to express that we like them and have them know how you can receive that kind of information also. So let them know, hey, when you come in the room and you say hi to me, that makes me feel like you like me. And we're more than just uh, family units. We want to be friends. And I'm not talking about like being friends with your kids, which means having no boundaries, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just talking about like this ideal sort of friendliness within relationships that makes everyone feel included. It fosters a sense of belonging and it just creates more happiness and harmony for everyone in the mix. So That's it for today. It's a short episode, but I want to thank you for listening. 
Um, if you're interested in supporting my podcast and to help me take it to the next level, click the support button below. If you are interested in asking questions, uh, giving me feedback or input on what topics I might cover in the future, please email me. I would love to hear from you. My email address is itsyoupodcast at gmail.com. And if you're ever interested in learning more about working with me as a client, head on over to www.joyfullifeintuitive.com. Until then, remember, it's you.